You're listening to Fear the Inth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? We made it. We did. Against all odds. Dude. Against all odds. I'm telling you. Like, wasn't it like two weeks ago we were like, man, it's going to be so easy coming up soon. <laughs> and then you had a kid. I did. <laughs> My wife had the baby. Um, It was not. It was it was it was kind of planned, but kind of not. Kind yeah. of. She went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Well, let's do this tomorrow." So it's like, "Okay, fine. Well, yeah, right. sure. Let's let's do that." So, but the baby's here. Yeah, every mom's good. Baby's she good. Is cute as a button. She is, and uh, super cute. The, there are a couple questions you may have um, for those of you listening. One: Why are you recording? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my answer is because when I make a commitment, damn it, I keep it. He does, and uh, I, I gave him all the options. You did to get out of it. You I was did like, listen, and I. It's fine. I don't. I just was raised that way. Like when you say you're going to do no, something, cool. I mean your word is your bond. Hey, I'm with it. Um, you with? Hey, it. I'm late, but I'm here. <laughs> right, and so my wife also said it was fine. So that's, yeah, that's the more important that's, reason. Yeah, that's the biggest. She one. she understands that I. This is my favorite hobby, and that I like hanging yep. out with my friends, and it doesn't take all that much time. Yeah, and so. Um, I'm very supportive when she needs me, and she said I could do it. So yeah, I'm with it. Okay, but before we get into Preacher, I feel like uh, there's some rumors going around about Fear the Nth Cast that we need to address about why Josh is no longer here. And um, I thought I already said he was dead. <laughs> right. And there's no rift. Somebody hacked his Twitter and he's tweeting. <laughs> right. We're not, we're not mad at each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, just. Life circumstances have made it to where it's not possible for Josh to be here. Um, we wish he could be, and we are sad that he's not, but that's just, it is what it is. And so, no, we're all still good friends. We all still talk when we see each other. There's no animosity yeah, at all. And so if, if we could have all three of us in the room, we would. But it's just not possible right now. Yeah. So we said that, well, Josh said that when he made his announcement, but I think this just proves that most of our listeners don't listen to the end of <laughs> the episode. Yeah, you're not listening consistently. <laughs> you don't listen until the end. Or you just end. skipped an episode. Right. So I figured we'd just clear the air there and say, yeah, everything's cool. Josh will be here when he can be here. But as of right now, he can't be here. Yeah. And that's it. Okay, so Preacher, this episode was called Dirty Little Secret. Boy, was it. And it was a secret they should have kept. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm in the minority, and I have not read the internet's uh, opinion of this episode, because after watching it, I was like, you know what, I don't want to do that to have it spoil my view, and sure. maybe make an influence on me. I did not like this episode. I'm with you. I didn't like anything about it. I didn't... Um, it just felt unnecessary. It felt... I'm trying to think of a word. It felt it felt like uh, Seth Rogen's sausage party. Do you ever see that movie? Yeah, it did. It, so, it felt like it was my wife, that was literally one of the only movies I've walked out of the theater in in a long time. Really, I don't. I don't let like I don't get uncomfortable. I wasn't uncomfortable by it. Mm -hmm. I was just annoyed. Right. Like, why the fuck did I spend money on this? Right. Like, this isn't even funny. It's just stupid. Right. And things like that, oh, man, whenever you have, like, one week in an episode, you have a great episode, and then all of a sudden it's like, this isn't even clever. This right. isn't, like, well thought out. This is just bleh on, right. you know, just thrown on the screen. It's, ugh. This is, yeah, this is the first time I felt like the show really has had an agenda. 
And yeah. because I feel like the comic had a little bit of an agenda, but this was really on the nose. And it was like, hey, everybody who believes a certain way is pretty much stupid. And, and it's fine if you believe that. And that's what you think. That's totally cool. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to have that opinion. But it just felt a little over the top and a little unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the scene at the beginning with Jesus having sex, I was like, you know, that was off-putting for yeah. me. Not because it was Jesus, just because it this is the way. It, it's like you was watching Team America. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember that scene in Team America where you're like, okay, this is funny because it's puppets, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's fine. But in this sense, I'm you know, I had my teenage son in the room. Um, yeah. he was in the kitchen doing homework and I was watching it on my phone. I was like, what the, I can't do this. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't watch this. This isn't okay. So. Yeah. And like I said, we talked about this a little bit before, but like, it wasn't even just like who they had portraying these certain scenes. Yeah. It was like <laughs> the dude from all American rejects. Right. 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 Um, it was like, which is funny because of their song. I'll keep you my dirty right, little right, secret. Right. Yeah, I get it exactly. <laughs> Clever played out a lot of times. We get it. You're <laughs> on the head with this one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just felt like even the whole episode. Like there was parts of the episode I didn't hate. Like anything with Cassidy in it was enjoyable. Cassidy and Dennis. Sure. Yeah, and I was laughing, and I was like, "Yeah, cool. This is cool." But it's still like was pointless well i think the only thing i think that story has a little progression because it seems like yeah he's gonna have to do something about dennis because he's getting a little out of control dennis is out of control and he's an 80 he said he was like 80 is that how old he was Yeah, 83 or whatever an 83 year old man do you know what you can tell him to do nothing (laughs) they are set in their ways they're gonna do what they want and so Turning an eighty-three-year-old man into a vampire is probably not the best idea right. because you know what he's going to tell you every time you tell him to do something. Fuck off. Yeah, those yeah. are going to be his words. Yeah. So Cassidy has got a problem on his hand. He saved his son's life, but his son is out of control. He's not going to listen to nobody, and that's going to pose a problem. Yeah. Here coming up. So I think I'm, that's I'm interesting. That. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Absolutely. And like I said, that was definitely the most interesting part of the episode to me. And Tulip stuff wasn't bad um yes they're trying to sow distrust between jesse and tulip not that distrust wasn't already there right but that is actually progressing the story along that yes that alone and just kind of setting them up in that scenario where you know they want them to fool around or find things they shouldn't find and make mistakes and stuff like that so right yeah to break up the team sure but we already knew that Jesus had fathered a son. They had said it when Hairstar was having his interview. Totally fine. I believed you then. I didn't need to see the conception part. Yeah. Unnecessary. And then, um, Humperdoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just didn't even know how to react. You know, Humperdoo yeah. me. <laughs> it just was, <laughs> didn't, I didn't understand. It's just like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't get it. And uh, be, come to find out, like, the whole purpose of Hairstar 
um, taking Jesse through the whole organization of the Grail, having to meet the Pope and the Archbishop of Canterbury, who are both apparently idiots as right. well, who believe in aliens and dinosaurs. And, well, and I'm not saying I don't believe in dinosaurs. Right. That's not what I'm <laughs> Wait saying. Wait a second. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> like she just had these crazy ideas of why God left. He went to make a new creation. Yeah. They're going to be 10 feet tall and can fly. Or he's been overthrown by the seraphim who are and just they're out to get him. Yeah. The, the worst people. And, you know. It's just making like, okay, this whole organization that I serve is idiots, and why go look for God when he's left when you have the power that you could actually be God? Which which seemed like a very hair star thing to do based on what I know about him so far. Um, but it was a- really be like, hey, uh, I'm doing this. I'm kind of bored of it. Um, it's all bullshit anyways. Um, let's start our own thing. Yeah. It was a long walk for a shallow pool. It was. In... It, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of... It was a long, painful walk. Yeah. I'm trying to think of positive things, because we're normally not this negative about an episode. You know, we're not, but I think we have absolutely the freedom to be. Sure. And the reason why is because we've spoken very highly about this show. Yeah. On many episodes. And I still am going to be watching the show. Yeah. We still do a podcast on the show. I mean, I would watch it even if we weren't doing a podcast. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I still like the show, but it is absolutely fair to hate some things that the show does. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's fair for you all to disagree with us. If you do disagree with us, awesome. I want to know it, and so we can talk about it. I like to hear other people's sides, and maybe I just totally miss something, and y'all are going to reveal something to me. Mm But I also, you know, I think that it's not fair if we just say we like every episode, even whenever they really aren't good episodes. Right. You know, so. Agreed. I'm definitely not going to hold any punches. No. So, okay, I'm trying to think of redeeming. So, we talked about Jesse and Dennis. Let's talk about that story a little bit. So, Jesse Cassidy and Dennis? That's what I meant. Yeah, Cassidy and Dennis. Sorry, I'm pretty tired. You're good. Um, Cassidy gets these cool little translation necklaces. <laughs> Which was awesome. <laughs> that yeah. was awesome. And Dennis is just out of control. He's like, I'm in health- the bedroom. In the bedroom, he's got. <laughs> Whatever he was like, we're going to play some Twister. Want to come twist it up? <laughs> we're going to twist it up. <laughs> yeah, that was totally that fine. Was and then that one girl, Dennis was hurting her. And Dennis, yeah. he doesn't understand English, apparently, um, only French. So she was like, You're hurting me. You're grabbing my wrist too hard. I don't like this. You got to be gentle with me. What you're doing is not okay. And Dennis doesn't give a shit. He's like, I am a vampire. I do what I want. And that's about it. And then it comes to a head in the photo booth where they have photographic evidence of him trying to bite, of him actually biting her. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Dennis Dennis is off the wagon again, so to speak. So to speak. (laughs) And then... Cassidy tries to tell him, he's like, yo, there's some urges that you're going to have. I told you already, you can only drink blood if you're trying to heal yourself. Other than that, you just need to not do it. That conversation was pretty funny because it was like him coaching him through puberty. You're going to have all these urges. (laughs) It was was really funny. No, man. And I say this all the time. Every time Cassidy's on the screen, I love it. Like, he's really funny, but he also, like, evokes some sort of, like, quirky emotion as well and it's he's really fun to watch agreed yeah and so tulip with whatever her friend's name was she's still having nightmares still having nightmares but she knows in her gut 
that something's up with Jesse and the saint. And she just feels like, you know, he didn't tell me the whole truth. Something's mm-hmm. not right. And, you know, I guess she's probably on, on to something. Her yes. intuition isn't off base. She is hot on his trail. Yeah. But I mean, she's still really broken. Still not the tulip we know. And we get glimpses of it when she threatens the girl. Like, I never said anything about Dallas. Yeah. Who are you? Why are you here? I desperately wanted it to go down right there. I oh, like, I did Please. too. Make it happen. Reveal her. And then that, that girl's really good at lying. Right. And well, and Tulip's confidence is shaken. You know, she, she doesn't know who she is anymore. And she's not the same badass, confident, I know what I'm doing. I'm capable and can handle myself. Well, Tulip. Yeah. And she just shot that dude, the cleaner. Right. And so she's already like, maybe I'm not having the best judgment right now. So. Right. Yeah. So with all that, it's understandable why she didn't just flat out destroy her whenever she right. brought up the Dallas thing. but And that poor other agent for the grail. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he gets his ass kicked. And that dude, and then and after, she hates him. After she breaks his ribs and he sits down and groans, you sound like a woman. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I broke his rib. I yeah. think I did. It's awesome. If your uh, relationship is at home, is like that with uh, you and your woman. You need to get help. You're in an abusive <laughs> relationship. That's not okay. I love you. Shut up. Yeah. Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. And then you, the whole point is Hairstar is trying to get, like we said, trying to get Jesse away from his group because he can't find God on his own, which he reiterates to him. So if his posse has, is abandoning him, he he may consider the Grail's offer. Yeah. But I don't know that he will. And that's the one thing, the one redeeming thing about Jesse in this episode is that he doesn't buy into the bullshit. He doesn't buy into what Hairstar says. He's like, no, there's one God, and he's the one in charge, and that's blasphemy to say otherwise. You know, I don't want all this power. That's what you want. Just because I have a power doesn't mean that I want to take over the world. Yeah. Um, I'm at this point where... And I might be wrong whenever I say this, but I feel like, so there's one goal. Jesse's out to do this one thing. He wants to find God. But ever since they got into New Orleans, they've they've gone on to so many rabbit trails. Oh, yeah. And they follow those rabbit trails all the way down in like full episodes. Mm -hmm. Is it too many rabbit trails? Like, is it? too much distraction going on is there not enough like forward movement or am i am i cutting the storytelling short and not letting them do their things because i don't know sometimes it feels like too much for me like too many other things going on and i wish that like i don't know there were they were making movements and moving forward um no i don't disagree like i i feel like we've kind of stalled i just don't want them to get into Okay, I love Walking Dead, but that's something that Walking Dead falls into many seasons. It has fallen into, like, something amazing happens, and then the first episode, the first couple episodes are really good, and then you get into the middle of the season, and it's like, okay, we're, like, farming and, you know, like, doing, like, really nothing task, and then a little bit happens. Like, they give us a little taste, and... I don't know. I feel like there's ways to keep it going. I'm not a writer and, you know, a showrunner, so I don't really know how to do those things, but that's just kind of how I feel in general right now. No, I don't disagree. And 
I feel like we talked about this uh, last episode of the episode before. This season has not benefited much from being longer. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those, like, and I hate to keep using the example, Game of Thrones, this season, seven episodes. And you know what that means? Each episode is kick-ass. Oh it's kick-ass. But... This has become the preacher slash Game of Thrones. Right, well, we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones. I'm just going to use <laughs> yeah, that as an example like, because... It, if, yeah. If Preacher was only seven episodes, no, I feel it, like they absolutely. could make they would make better writing decisions. They would make better storytelling decisions because Saying when the you Brits are onto something, when you have less yeah. time. You've got to be more concise in your storytelling. Agree. And I think that's I mean, you just be you're throwing content out there to give content. That's there's no reason to do yeah. that. I mean, we edit this podcast. Not much, but there's some shit that we cut out because you know, like that is unnecessary for that to be in there. We yeah. don't want to waste people's time. Yeah. So I feel like with 13 episodes, they gave the writers pretty much license to be like, tell every story that you want. And then we'll, at the end, we'll just kind of see what sticks and what lands. And then we'll go with that. Yeah. Which is why we're also doing 30 minute episodes. Right. Because I don't know. There's, there's a lot of, of stuff that, that we could talk about, but it would get dull and right. boring. And yeah, I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Game of Thrones is like, just this perfect cocktail of right. amazing things happening. I mean, and and it leaves us as fans wanting more. Like, oh, I know. Shit, I wish there would be 10 episodes, well, but I am okay with it because what they're giving me is so good. And don't you want the people who love your show to like be hurting because it's over? To be like, damn it. Yes. I have to wait another year for this. Mm-hmm. Like, that... That should be the, in my mind, that should be the goal is like yeah. make people want it. Yeah. So there are still some storylines that are interesting. Tulip found the guns and the sword from the saint. Bad news. That doesn't mean the a, saint. Was, the more I see that is a terrible spot to hide it. Yeah. Right under the toilet. Right. Well, Where I mean, do your feet hit when you're dropping a dew? Right. Maybe none of them use the bathroom. <laughs> right. I mean, Cassidy doesn't use it. Do That's vampires true. go? I, I would assume not. Maybe just like that'd be very scary to go in after a vampire oh has God. eaten. <laughs> did something die in here? Like literally, did something like, die in here? God. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and so, but does that really mean that the saint is still alive? It doesn't. It just means that Cassidy took his shit, um, and so sure. that when he comes back from hell, he doesn't have it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that Jesse didn't send him back to hell. But Tulip is pissed. Um, so that's going to be interesting. We still have Arseface in hell. Hopefully he escapes and he'll, he may be a bad guy. Um, yeah. Who knows? But I'm interested to see how his story wraps up. And his trying to escape from hell is an interesting story. Yeah, no, I agree. And maybe that was it. Maybe I just miss Eugene. Right. I was like, oh, man. And then Cassidy with Dennis. Also an interesting story. I think that's going to yep. be the most painful story, and that's going to put uh, Cassidy over the edge. I mean, if he he may come to Jesse, this is my prediction, he's going to come to Jesse and tell him to use the word on Dennis to get his shit together. <laughs> to stop eating people. And Jesse's going to not do it, and, th- and then it's just not going to go well. Oh, yeah. So th- that's what I'm saying. I can see that. I definitely see the relationship falling apart. Oh, at the seams. And then I want to see what happens with Jesse finding God and Hairstar. I I do want to see. see. Like I, I agree. Like I think that the story of Jesse and Hairstar is something I want to see. I just want it. 
Like, just just tell me what I need to know. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me all this other shit. Right. It, I don't need the unnecessary, provocative things that just don't need to be there. Yeah. Tell me a concise story with a point. And and get to get to get yeah. there. I don't need to see this other stuff. But you know, I say that this week, and then maybe next week I'll be like, God, they just didn't give me enough. I yeah. wanted more. I feel like we just jumped to a conclusion. More shadows on the wall. Yeah. So full disclaimer: I'm exhausted. I have not slept more than two hours in a row in a few and days. Life. So uh, if I was a little harsh this episode, I agree with Jason that we have earned the right to be that way because we have sung the praises of the show. Over and over and over, and I feel like this episode was a big miss. I'm with you. With you. I'm with you. But if you don't agree, let us know. Oh, absolutely. Let us know. If you we, do agree, let us know. Yeah. We want to know what you think. Like, like it, even we even said last week, we have not gotten a lot of response on this show this season. Not a lot of interaction with fans other than them asking where Josh is. And so that's going to be the new hashtag. Where's Josh? Hey, I get it. They're worried. They think daddy left and he's not coming home. Listen, dad's drunk. Mom's here now. <laughs> Mommy's here now. Mommy will take care of you. Yeah. He gone. He gone. He ain't coming back. Yeah. He, he, he went to go get cigarettes. And then he never came back. Yes. Dad, when, when, when was that? 17 years ago. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but I do want to talk a little Walking Dead. Um, Ooh. They came up with the vest. Did you see their tweet about Game of Thrones? No. They, they were like, uh, I mean, we've got zombies too, but ours don't throw fucking spears. <laughs> it's what they said. Yeah. It just made me laugh. I thought that was on point. But uh, season eight, I'm excited about it. What do you think? Did you see yeah. the preview yet? Oh, yeah. What do you think of the preview? Old man Rick? <laughs> it looks good. I've I've been like really avoiding because like, I've been seeing so many... Um, predictions about the trailer or like sure, sure, theories sure. about all this. I, I don't really care to see any of that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just excited for it. I love that show, and I always have. And I know, like, I don't know. Compared to like, if I'm comparing it to Game of Thrones, do I think that it compares as a show? Maybe not completely. Right. Game of Thrones is like a movie, right? Show, but. Man, I also really love The Walking Dead and I've mm-hmm. loved it for a long time. And for me it's like a it's like a personal thing. Right. You know, like I'm invested in this. Well, in yeah. season 7, I think of The Walking Dead and we're only doing this because we had zero to say about this episode other than like <laughs> I could have done without it. Yeah. Season 7 I think was really strong. And I like the way it ended with the war starting. I'm excited for season 8. My I'm not going to do any predictions, but with old man Rick, you know, I'm worried. I don't want them to do like flashbacks. Like this is what happened during the war and this is who I am now. And maybe I'm hoping that's just like a flash forward, like Rick seeing himself in the future and just like a cut scene or a dream sequence or something. The thing about it is that could be anything, right? That could like imagine, you know, the dinner party we saw, right? Like, that could just be anything. It's just a vision of something. It could be a dream. Like Rick may in one episode have some fever dream and he's like, I'm old in my dream. Which yeah. it's, it's very clever to put in a preview because he's yeah. got people talking about the Absolutely. show. So I appreciate the Walking Dead people doing that. I think that's good storytelling oh, and I, keeping it yeah. in our mind. Yeah. 
I agree. So I'm excited for it. I think it's, I mean, I'm always excited for it. And I always say, I think it's going to be really awesome. It's going to be the best season um, ever. But <laughs> everything, like, for them to keep being successful with the show and for them to really knock it out of the park, they're just going to have to go really hard on these episodes yeah. and make them all, like, there's something The Walking Dead needs to do. Every Walking Dead, including Fear, they need to just focus on making their episodes like a home run. Yes. Each episode and not just having like nothing filler episodes. Episodes? Episodes. episodes. Yeah. Get her done. <laughs> Which is a lot to ask, I'm sure. But they got the budget for <laughs> they it. They do. They do. And then Fear, though. Fear's coming back sooner. I am really interested in the second half of this season as well. Because, like we said, I thought season three has been really, really good. And I liked uh, the story. They've got the water place now. Yeah. And then... To me, it's it's been the best season yeah. so far. And Madison thrown in with Crazy Boy. And you're just like, what, what, what is happening here? Is Nick is Nick not crazy enough? Do you need to have two crazy right. sons? Like, what's happening with you? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just excited about Walking Dead. And, you know, people have asking us to to give our opinions on the trailers. I thought they were good. I thought they it was very smart for them to release them when they did so that people would still be talking about The Walking Dead yeah. and keep it in our minds. And that's one of the best things about shows taking breaks is you can speculate. And like, what about this? What if they do this? Oh, I hope this happens. You know, it's just fun. Yeah. For like, it's really crazy because for us, the viewers, it's like the best time in anyone's life for television. Like sure. TV is better now than it's ever been before. But for TV shows, that's got to be the hardest time right? because there's so much more people expect from you. And like, we've seen, we've seen the best and we've seen like everything we could ever want. And now we want you to deliver it too. Right. you know? So, right. And you know, I, I think one good thing about not having your show doing new episodes is that nobody's shitting on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. filled with yeah. hope and anticipation right. instead of like after you do an episode like this week on Preacher and people are like, God, that was awful. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So I get it. And we're not film people. We don't make TV shows and we didn't put the work in, but we are allowed as consumers to have an opinion. So exactly. That was our opinion. Um, but enough about that. Hopefully next week is better, and that's all we can hope for. Yeah. Um Anything else you want to touch on? Talk about? Um, I think that's about it. I'm I'm done here. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I've wrapped it up. Yeah. So uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, really, really, if you don't agree or you do agree with us, whatever, we want to hear from you. We want to know your opinion. We want some interaction about this episode. So you can send us a tweet. Um, you can send uh, the show's Twitter is at Fear Inthcast. We both have personal Twitters if you want to tag us in that because we usually check those more because we have like 87 Twitter accounts nowadays. Yeah. So my Twitter is at RealJDLee. Mine's at VRTJason. And if you want to send us an email, fear at inthcast.com. It'll come to both of us and one of us or both of us will respond because, like I said, we like to interact with y'all. We want to know your opinion. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So, I guess have a good week. Enjoy the summer. If school started, that's cool. I hope everybody's oh, doing well. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. In the meantime, though, fight the dead. Fear the nth cast.